Hi guys, this episode is sponsored by Montezuma. If you happen to play a high-tech or steampunk campaign setting, or just love playing gunslingers, then this D6 is made for you. This fully metal magnum revolver bullet cylinder is the most awesome way to roll your damage and get that killing blow. So if you'd like to get your own, there's a link to the Kickstarter in the description. Hope you enjoy the video, guys. This is Homie and the Dude, the Father and Son podcast, and welcome back to another episode of D&D Diaries. Today we're talking about building your first settlement and how we built ours and the many, many mistakes we made along the way, <laughs> as it seems to be a continuous trend throughout this, <laughs> throughout this uh, series. But uh, we're really excited to talk about this one because... Um, Should we call it the minefield of of building a campaign? Yeah, basically, yeah. It's a minesweeper. <laughs> um, so basically, we finished our last campaign in the last episode, and we talked uh, talked a little bit about that, uh, sorry, two episodes ago. Um, and we talked about building your gods in the last episode. So once we'd kind of built our gods and had like an idea of the world that we were playing in, um, Tom and I basically had a, a plot in our head that we had come up with centered around two main floating islands in our world. So our, our, our our homebrew world is set amongst floating islands in the sky. And um, we had designed this kind of world and plot around these two main cities that kind of floated above one another. And um, basically, <laughs> we, even though we designed all of this around this, we chose... And the main storyline was all about that. Yeah, the, the main plot that we had thought of was all about these two cities. However, because neither of us had built anything homebrew, we'd never done anything like this before, we both decided that we weren't ready to jump in at the city level of depth. Um, and so we made a massive mistake and began building an island that had zero relevance to anything <laughs> in our story or anything at all. And um, we began building this small settlement that we were gonna bring all of our players to and kind of launch the campaign from there and then take them to these two cities. Um, there was a lot of mistakes with that decision in of itself, but then we went and uh, continued to dive deeper down that rabbit hole, which we'll bring up in a minute. In a minute, but I guess the mistakes that we need to talk about are: we should have just gone in headfirst at the cities. We should have just spent the time, um, done a bit more research online about how to build cities, and just gone in, gone in with it. Because now we've realised that a couple of months down the line, we've ended up not sending ourselves back, but building a lot of things for our world that we won't end up using very much, that aren't gonna be massive parts of this, uh, of the plot that we're gonna be running. And so, not that it was wasted time, because at the end of the day, building your world isn't wasted time. Extending and adding lore and giving detail to your world isn't wasted time. But as a DM, uh, in terms of you know preparing for your sessions and for us specifically moving towards being able to do this as the streaming group you know this is D, &D diaries road to streaming so we want to get to that streaming group that we've got in mind and furthermore you know we want to be able to hopefully at some point release this setting for you guys to be able to play in as well so because of that we 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 didn't go on like the the, the right path it felt like to start with and it now feels in reflection uh, in retrospect that we if we had gone straight to the cities we'd be in a much better place now um, creating this world than we currently are which is currently building those cities those cities yeah i think 
So I'm, my, I'm, my memory now is that we had just come off of Phandalin, the Lost Mines of Phandelver, and to some extent there was detail in those maps. So again, not having done any of this before, we thought, okay, well, if we're going to have to build a city, we had a level of detail in our minds that just overwhelmed us. So we're thinking about, you know, different streets of, of houses and buildings and shops and all of this, and the city is big. I mean, it's not like New York size big, but it's, a, it's the biggest city in the Sky Realm. And so, yeah, I think that really influenced, because, you know, we, we basically built a teardrop-shaped little island that has about 10 houses on it, and the level of detail we went into the island is ridiculous. So that's, I think, the key. Like, we basically built half a block of a city, and it took us, I don't know, a month or something like mm -hmm. that to do. The equivalent of half of a block of a city, this island dropped into the big city, would be like so small compared to the rest yeah. of the city. Yeah, um, yeah, and it just ended up being like we like we said it was it was a mistake to relent to our uh, to the overwhelming pressure of what it, the daunting task of building a city and what Tom said is right. What then ensued was we built this small island called Lacrima, and uh, in Lacrima we wanted to bring our players here, have them have like a little small uh, starting adventure here, and then kick them into like the main campaign that took them towards our cities. And we hoped that in this time we would have gained enough knowledge and experience to then hopefully dive in and build the cities. Um, what we did though, what we mistakenly did, like Tom mentioned, we, we saw so much detail in the Lost Mine Leaf that we had to replicate that level of detail um, for our players. And don't get me wrong, it, honestly, it is it is something that you know you, you should have a, a mountain of detail in your world. And that's another thing that we'll talk about in a minute is the lack of lore that we had um, and, and for, for, for when we did come to actually playing the first session. But what we did do is we went into mounds of detail even down to, you know, we knew the bunk structure in our local tavern on La Crema. Um, <laughs> we also knew, you know, like exactly where the pigs ate in the, uh, in the butchers, like uh, in the slaughterhouse, you know, where, where he kept the pigs and where they ate in the slaughterhouse, you know. Dude, we made like on, on one of the characters, one of the NPCs, his little cabin, we laid it out so we knew like how he paced inside the cabin. And we, yeah. you know, we instructed our, our artist to have like almost like a, a worn out section of the inside, like super hyper detail on things that was very cool at the time and it still, and it exists and it would be cool for someone to play, but the amount of time and money and that it was just unnecessary at that point. I mean, there are some things that deserve detail, but the general sort of area that people are moving around in, I think from now, from our perspective now, worth understanding that it doesn't have to be that detailed. And I think what we mean by that detailed, and we're not saying remove the, we're not saying remove the like vocal, like detail as a DM. Don't stop giving your players descriptions. Don't be super descriptive about where they are and the senses that they're feeling in this place and all that kind of stuff. What we're saying is don't go and get a map maker to make you a map that's four layers of roofs first layer of houses, second layer of houses, and then the underground of this island. You know, it, it was excessive. And it's beautiful though. It, it's, a beautiful, <laughs> it's a beautiful map as you guys, it's probably on screen right now and you guys can probably see it. Uh, it's a beautiful map, but the, the issue is that we, we went too hard and what we have learned since then is that 
a theater of mind is a beautiful tool and it's something where we can really use that to to do a lot of this and not only that but me as a dm i've learned that a lot of like the the minutia the, the the small detail can be made up in the moment and i can take notes on that and then regurgitate that as a like recurring theme if you go back to a tavern i might know that there's four beds upstairs because i mentioned that you know yeah. uh, as an improvisation the first time you went went there i wrote it down and then i can bring that up again you guys go back and the same four beds are still there but maybe one of the mattresses is torn now so it, it's only really three beds for you to say do you know that kind of thing it's not about having all of that right in place like right there because at the end of the day we put in so much work and time in there and the amount of time that they spent on the island and investigating those buildings was nowhere near worth the amount no. of time that we spent um partially down to to me as a dm and, and how i how we dealt with that but we'll talk about that in the next episode but yeah like the whole building part of it it was hours of our time building the the like i said the the fine details of these buildings and who was going to be in there and the texture of the of the trails as people were going to be walking through the trails little benches that we were move like literally discussing should we have two benches on this little grass area or should we have one bench uh, yeah but I, do, I, mean, I think it's a common mistake that you, new dms make it's it's this whole thing of like you want to make sure that you give your players this full whole world that you see you know on on youtube when dms are giving them and things like that yeah. and what you realize actually is that the world is built um and and this is something that i'm learning is the big world so is in like the 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 outer world is in like the continents the cities the 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 bigger for us the islands are things that you know we should have like concepts about we should have lore written things like that but the fine details of those places can be built with your players you can ask your players to describe something and build those locations with your players yeah. and make it a collaborative storytelling experience and that levels your whole game up in a whole nother way because your players are invested in something they've built this tavern that they have been like oh yeah and you're like you know describe what the uh, the little corner over there looks like and they're like you know there's a fire and there's a couple of men you know, you know. someone playing darts yeah exactly know? and next time Cool, we want to play darts in the same dartboard, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's it's allowing your players to build some of the smaller details within the world as opposed to having all of it planned and meticulously worked out. It's not about that. It's about allowing it to grow naturally. Now, I'm not saying go into it completely blind either because that's a mistake that we'll talk about in the next episode that we also kind of did with this first, uh, with this first island. But you have to go into it with enough knowledge about your world and the setting uh, to, to, for you as a DM to be able to accurately react and you know, do what your players are kind of describing and make it fit to the world. But you also need to leave it free enough so that there is that collaborative storytelling. There is that ability for improvisation on the fly and that yeah. kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Well, here's a, here's a, a, a bit of a counter argument to everything that we've just said we needed some sort of learning curve on how to yes. do this, right? And yes. I'm almost picturing if we would have dove into the big city, it may have overwhelmed us. Like, if, mm -hmm. especially because we didn't have the context coming out of Lacrima of like how to do the big city right now. So if we were started building out that big city in the detail that we put into the small island, at some point we would have run out of steam or money. We'd have just been like, this is too much. We're, you know, so in retrospect, although we did it for the wrong reasons, I don't have huge regrets for starting out there. Mm -hmm. And to some degree as well, like I've seen movies where <clears throat> you start like, you don't get to the main 
the, the main space of a movie, there's, you know, there's a little bit of a journey to get there. So, although I guess the recommendation is don't be afraid of building out where the main place is, I don't feel like it hugely penalized us in the end. We have, we have that island. It's a, it's a flipping beautiful island. It can be part of someone's setting. Someone can end, uh, end up traveling there and have a nice little adventure there. Little, because what we did was we made it so that there is a problem on the island. There's something that PCs need to solve for the islanders. And, uh, and even if it was a one shot later in the campaign or yeah. a place that the players return to and see what's, what the effects that they had. For example, uh, the, the one shot involves um, removing a, an entity below the island that's living below the island that's actually zapping life from the tree that provides the island with a lot of growth and, uh, and nutrients and things like that, the sacred tree that's on the island. Maybe going back and seeing if the sacred tree has regrown its leaves, whether it's back to its full bloom, you know, kind of thing. And I agree with you. The, the advice is don't be afraid to dive in at the deep end. And we hope that this video gives you, uh, almost <laughs> makes the mistake for you in of that you don't need to make every finite detail, but it's a really good idea to know about your world, know about how this section of your world where your players are playing is working and <clears throat> allow it to be like, cool, you know that there's a tavern, you know what the tavern's called, and you know who's in the tavern. You might not know exactly what the tavern looks like. You might have an idea in your head of what you want it to feel like because, you know, it's a thieves' tavern, so you want it to be a bit more dark and shadowy, and, you know, maybe yeah. there's like a like an organ playing and it's a bit more sinister kind of music as opposed to coming in and it's like happy loot bards, you know, yeah. playing and dancing, you know. Uh, so you might know some of the vibe, but, but you don't allow need to know there to be like... growth, yeah. allow there to be space, allow there to be room for your players to add stuff exactly you don't need to know like what pizza toppings there are on the menu in the tavern which we almost went down to that i mean we definitely level. knew exactly what different types of ales and drinks <laughs> yeah. they sold down to the, the special cider brew that comes from the sacred tree all the way through to the cost the, of them you yeah know, like, the, the the bum ales like all all of that stuff is <clears throat> like we said it's it's very arbitrary and can be done in the moment if you feel comfortable with that level of improvisation. However, some people do like having all of this stuff planned, so if that level of detail does work for you, amazing, but I do promise you it's going to be a lot of time that may end up being unspent because your players don't spend a lot of time in the places that you have created. It's in your hands, but at the end of the day, we hope that this video has given you some direction. When you do build that first settlement, um, make it detailed enough that you know what's going on as the DM, that you can be in control but allow it, to be, uh, allow it to be this moving, this kind of moving image. Do you know what I mean? Something that can change uh, and evolve with your players as they interact with it as well, because that's super important. Yeah, last thing I would say is, no matter what you do, no matter how you do it, at some point, that is gonna be part of the story as well. So even if you F it like we F'd it, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't feel huge regret. I feel like it was a huge learning curve, and I do think it's benefiting our knowledge of building out the big city right now. 100%, we've built our, now we're currently building uh, these two cities and, and it's working a lot better than we thought it was going to. And furthermore, like Tom said, this actually, this intro island has led to us doing some really fun plot things along the way to these cities and, uh, and has been quite fun. So again, no regrets, but definitely a learning curve. Yeah. So we hope guys that you have enjoyed this episode of D&D Diaries, creating your first settlement and, <laughs> and how we created ours and hopefully, how you can learn from us creating ours. Uh, we hope you have an awesome day. This has been Homie and the Dude, the Father and Son podcast, and uh, we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Later. Later.
we're chugging through. We're loving doing this stuff, you guys. Um, if you want to support us, if you want to make sure that we can keep getting, you know, better quality set, better quality lights, make the filming better. Bigger, um, bigger batteries for the camera. Bigger batteries for the camera. <laughs> yes. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you can do that by just liking, following the page, and subscribing to the YouTube channel. That is what really makes a difference to us.